You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show. I am Tony Payne, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about something that is becoming a little bit of a problem in the NFT space. So I will be using one particular project as an example because it is the most talked about situation right now. So in today's episode, I will be asking you, what do you think? Do you think Pixelmon is uh, the biggest scam in NFTs till date? Because I'm sure there are going to be more coming along the way. I'm sure somebody's planning their biggest scam right now as we speak. But as of today, this moment, this very second, is Pixelmon <laughs> the biggest scam in NFTs right now? And um, if you do not know what Pixelmon is... Pixelmon was an or is an NFT project mm, that had promised, um, well, first of all, the name is a knockoff of Pokemon. I don't know how anybody fell for that and paid three ETH <laughs> for something that was not even original to start with. Um, anyways, let me start by saying not financial advice because I don't know what advice I'm giving at this point. And of course, everything is allegedly, but it's technically, you know, not because it's right there on, um, NFT Twitter to see, but yes. Yeah, so, um, apparently it's a game, a gamification where you can train, trade and fight and evolve your Pixelmon um, in the metaverse. And um, they did raise about $70 million in sales. The ETH equivalent of that, um, they were selling in their Dutch auction for three ETH. Uh, okay, you know, before I continue, let me say this. Um, as we enter into the NFT space. A lot of us entered into the NFT space because NFTs was a new way to, you know, trade art, um, give access to art and give artists an opportunity to create and make money off their art and art collectors to be able to collect directly from the artist. And not just that, people that have never collected art and have dreamt of collecting art, this was a way for them to one-on-one connect with the artist and collect art. And of course, then you have the other side of it, which are projects um, that come into the NFT space that may have art associated with it. Um, and they use their project or selling a part of their project to raise funds to do something bigger. Could be gamification. It could be um, events. And then there's some where it's just, you know, vibes. <laughs> but you know, if it's just vibes and you're buying vibes and you know, you're buying vibes, right? But if it's something that's being promised, 
um, and you get something else, then it starts to look like a problem, especially at a price of three Ethereum. I don't have a single piece of my work right now at three Ethereum. So this person was not in the NFT space actively, had never done a project, um, pretty young dude, no prior success in the space, just comes out with this project, puts three ETH price on the Dutch auction and people buy it. And you have artists that have been in the space grinding, um, you know, for months and months and months and it's crickets. That part of things I can never understand. Um, but anyways, let's not make this about me. Uh. <laughs> so back to the topic. Um, so Pixelmon, you know, a project in NFTs, the promised gamification, I guess, similar to Pokemon. And they had their Dutch auction um, for three E, three seventy million dollars. Then comes reveal. The reveal, I'll give him one thing. The reveal has left room for a lot of memes. Like if you were bored and frustrated in the NFT space, you would have had a really good laugh from all the memes that came out of this. Um, but yes, yeah, so <sighs> right now, um, it started with the creator you know, making big promises, saying he had amazing looking 3D art for his upcoming game. Um, and people bought into it. There was no roadmap. There was no, like I said, prior success in this space. Nothing, nothing. Like there is no, oh, what have you done before? It was just FOMO. You know, this dude sold $70 million on FOMO. And that's it. That dude... <laughs> You know, the, <laughs> you know, and it just makes you wonder, like, you know, as an artist and you're being honest and doing the hard work in the space and, you know, doing things organically and you just see like people that are lying and doing all this kind of crazy stuff. Technically, I wouldn't call it winning, but, you know, 70 million. And anyways, back to my rant. Um, it's not really a rant. It's just me talking. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. It's going to be all over the place. You have to bear with me um, because I am finding it so hard to, you know, um, wrap my head around this whole situation. Like I said, it's given some good laughs, but yeah. So recently they had their reveal and, you know, let's be honest. When people started buying it for 3E, a lot of people were like, oh, this is a bad idea, y'all. It's highly priced for a project with, you know, thousands and thousands of pieces. Like I would pay three ETH for like a one-on-one, -on -one, but for something that has like thousands and thousands of pieces, three ETH seems like a lot of money to just drop. But you know what? If you bought Pixelmon for three ETH, head on over to legendsliveforever.art. <laughs> And sweep my whole collection because I don't understand what to tell you right now, you know? Um, yeah, so yeah, their reveal came and 
Of course, it was not what everybody expected. It was really bad. It was really, actually, really, really bad. Some of the images looked so terrible, and then people started investigating. Apparently, the creator, instead of creating actual 3D art that, you know, would be up to par with the amount of money he had raised and making his community happy, went on a stock website and bought <laughs> and bought stock models for $159 and converted them to Vox voxel assets. So literally this dude raises 70 70 70 million um dollars and instead of creating like fantastic art or at least hiring somebody to create fantastic art he goes and buys 159 dollar art so who do we like do we who do we blame here do we blame him or do we blame the people that bet on him without any prior experience or history in the nft space who do we blame um anyway so then he goes and um hires another artist to work on them right for less than the price of the mint. <laughs> scammy, scammy. All right, so um, anyways, so pretty much, you know, he comes on Twitter um, and in his Discord after everything when he gets called out for the terrible art. And obviously this is looking like a rug pull and people start dumping and selling for less than they bought it. He comes and he's apologizing. Like, you know, um, he spent 2 million, um, to fix the things he bought. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but then somebody then calls him out again, calls him out for going on a shopping spree, like buying all kinds of like blue chip, like he bought board apes, clone X's, like he went on a shopping spree <laughs> buying NFTs with the money. And then he came to defend himself and was like, well, yeah, I paid myself 5% and that's the money that I used to buy, um, all these board apes and Azukis and Clonex. And then of course, after buying all these Azukis, Clonex, and he transfers them to another wallet and then hides them. And of course, you know, NFT, right? The blockchain, people are just like, you know, FBI up in there. <laughs> uh, I am going somewhere with this, by the way. Um, but yeah, so Anyways, that is just it. That is what went down. A bunch of people got scammed out of three ETH. Um, I think the initial mint price started at 0.6 or something like that. I can't remember. But $70 million in the dust. Um, and then who is responsible? Who do you blame? Who do you run to? It's the blockchain. There are no refunds. Who do you run to? So which brings me to this conversation of, you know, we always tell people, do your own research. And I always preach um, on the show, do not FOMO into things like things that I have FOMO'd into are things that I have regretted most, to be honest with you. I don't FOMO. Like I look and I research first. And if somebody does not have prior history in the space, I would not be dropping three ETH. Three ETH is a lot. Like don't ever invest money that you're not willing to lose. But then again, three ETH is a lot of money to drop 
on a project that you don't even know if this so-called um, project owner has done any, they haven't done anything, no proof, nothing. They have, it's not like they had a company where they did something similar and they were bringing it into the NFT space. It's nothing like that. So I'm sitting there wondering like the people that were investing this money, I'm not trying to make y'all feel actually, you know what? I do want y'all to feel bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like how to feel bad, but then I do, you know, because that money, not telling anybody how to spend their money, but if we keep doing that in the NFT space, then it's going to make everyone look bad, you know, like I'm going to always say this and I've been on Twitter trolling and saying, invest in one-on-one art, they won't listen, you know. At least you're, you know that if you invest in one-on-one art and you work with the artist, you're more secure than getting rug pulled by, you know, people that just have no history. Like this person had literally no history. It's not like, oh, I own a marketing company or, oh, I know, you know, I have connections or I've done this before. Nothing like that. How he got people to invest three E, it's still, you know, it's still baffling. I feel like I need to hit him up and bring him on the show and like talk to him. Like, how did you do it? You know, just tell you the psychology of the NFT space and the psychology of FOMO. You need, you need to get your mind right with that FOMO. If I FOMO into things, I'm FOMO into things for two reasons. One, I have checked out the team and they have something going um, that I believe in or I feel like they have a good track record, right? Or two, I just absolutely love the previews that I have seen and the art that I have seen. And I'm like, okay, you know what it is, what it is. I'm in it for the art, um, you know? But I just would not FOMO into something that somebody, the person actually doing the project tells me, oh, it's going to be the best, but you have zero track record. Like it's like hiring somebody, right? That has never, you know, no experience whatsoever. And then out the bat paying them $70 million. That is exactly what happened. It's so mind blowing. Oh my goodness gracious. Y'all stop. All right. Well, you know what? Like I said, it's a lesson to be learned um, in FOMO. And, you know, just don't FOMO into things. Do your research. Like, take your time. You know, I always tell people if it's about getting on the um, allow list, secure the allow list and then do your research. If you're worried that, oh, maybe I won't get on the allow list, it's you're free to secure the allow list. Because guess what? Even if you are on the allow list, it, you do not have to mint, right? You can secure the allow list, then take your time while everything is happening to research even further and then decide if you want to mint. It's not compulsory to mint if you're on the allow list. There's nothing stating that, oh, you have to mint if you're, no, just get secure the allow list, (laughs) you know, if that's what you need to do. But the just don't FOMO into things. Come on, y'all. Come on. All right. Um... That's it, man. I have nothing more to say about this. Like, I'm just going to watch it play out. I'm not sure how this person plans to um, make it up to the people that have invested. I'm not even sure at this point what's going to happen, but I will update y'all as I hear (laughs) things along the line. Yes. All right. So before I go, don't forget 
Legends Live Forever is now out. Um, primary sale is going to be strictly private sale only. Um, I'm doing them in batches, meaning 10 to 12 pieces at a time till I get to, I think, 120 plus, maybe a little over 120. That's going to be my goal um, over time. So let's say the first 12 batch is gone. Um, bat- the first 12 pieces are gone in the batch. Then I put out another 12 or 10 to 12, whichever one. I'm not sure. It's going to be an even number. I love even numbers. Um, but yeah, so legendslifeforever.art. Stop blowing money on um, rug pulls and come blow your ETH on my work <laughs> for giving you all this graciousness and tea. Okay. All right. <laughs> and don't forget, check out Everyday Africa on OpenSea too. Um, that's my collection as well. And I shall keep plugging myself. Shameless plug, shameless plug. <laughs> I shall keep plugging myself. Yes. Cause it's the least I could do. Oh, and then one last thing I wanted to mention, just, you know, thank you to everyone that listens to the podcast. Um, it's a self-funded podcast and I have had to upgrade twice. Actually, I lied. This is the third time I've had to upgrade the podcast um, because, you know, it's doing so well. And just the fact that I'm upgrading tells me that, you know, we're doing something right. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, you know, we're still going to get a lot of episodes. I, I've gone from like once every blue moon or once every week or two weeks to almost every day now. Um, it's going to stay on the schedule because the listeners are there all seem to be enjoying it. But don't forget to, you know, leave a review. Give us a review. So I, I that's just for me, me personally. Hop on Twitter at NFT Talk Show and say, hey, what's up? Or my personal Twitter at Tony Payne. Say, hey, what's up? I love that. Hop in the Champagne or Social Core Discord. I now have, um, I now have a reaction role. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what is it called? A reaction role. That's what it's called. I created it. So I know what it's called. Uh, I'm just having like a, you know, blank morning. Um, yeah, I have a reaction role now for NFT talk show listeners. So you get your own role, you know, just hop in the champagne or social court, social, <laughs> this is social court, social club, uh, discord. And, um, yes, come talk to me. I want to talk to you. Okay. All right, y'all. So that is it for this particular episode. And you know what it is. I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.